Welcome to Spill the Tea Tuesday. I'm just here with me, myself, and I today. What? Don't say that. Stop that. Just kidding. <laughs> if any of you have ever met me, you know I'm a little bit wooky, a little wooky wacky. All right. So the question today is how to prep uh, yourself for your first wax. Um, and, you know, when you go in for a first wax, you want to be ready. You want to be ready for what's to come. It's good to educate yourself so that you understand what you're going to go through when you get there. So one of the questions is like, should you exfoliate before you go in to get waxed? The answer is yes. About 24 to 48 hours before your appointment, you want to use your washcloth, the dry brush, or some exfoliating gloves, and just do light circles around the Brazilian bikini area. If And I'm speaking about Brazilians specifically, but this goes for any body part. Should you trim the hair? If the hair is long, don't worry, if your waxer uses hard wax, we can get it in there and we can get all of it off. And sometimes it's easier to grab the hair while it's longer than it is if it's too short. And sometimes when we're trimming, it's like, I don't know what people do with that buzzer sometimes, but it's like a roller coaster. It's like, woo, woo. And then there's short ones and long ones and short ones and long ones. So it's better just not to touch it, you guys. We got you. We can do it. So... How long does it need to be is the other question. And some people say, oh, well, I just shaved a couple days ago, but I wanted to try waxing. Sorry, but you're going to have to be a little more patient than that. So we need to have at least like a rice grain of hair to be able to, to pull. But if you're shaving, all those hairs are on like different cycles and you got like popcorn growth going on. And when I say popcorn growth, think of like a bag of popcorn popping just like pop 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 they're all at different times it's never at the same time you just hear that bag go pop and just like boom it's done it's not like that so we need to make sure we're getting the growth patterns in a line as much as possible we have so many hair follicles if we were to grow all of our hair follicles at the same time we would look like dogs we'd have hair everywhere all over the face the body the everywhere we'd, we'd look like dogs so Keep that in mind when you go into your first appointment that the hairs that they that your waxer pulls that day, they might not reach surface again for another eight weeks or so, but in four weeks, you're going to have different hairs that have reached the surface. So remember that everyone starts off like really with like popcorn growth and we need to get a pattern of growth cycles in. So how long does it need to be? About a rice grain is minimum. If you really want to make your waxer happy, then give them a good half inch of hair growth. That would be a really clean wax. Uh, another question that we get is how to avoid ingrowns. Like, will I get ingrowns? Will I not get them? If I do, what do I do? And this is a great question, you guys, because some people get ingrowns just from, from shaving. Some people get ingrowns just naturally. Um, uh, their body just produces them more and you never know why, or it could be because they're sensitive to fragrance. There could be a little bit of fragrance in the wax. There's so many different variables that go along with uh, why somebody could get ingrowns. So there are two different ways you can get ingrowns um, physically under in the skin. And I'll explain the two. One, you can get a buildup of debris in the hair follicle itself. So this could include dead skin cells, dry oil, just any debris. 
um, let's say you skipped a shower that day and you just had some dry oil and just the debris from the day and whatever just stuck in there. What happens is when your hair starts to form in that follicle, it will hit that debris and it'll kind of tuck and roll into it so you get the snowball effect. And when that happens, you guys, the hair gets stuck in there and doesn't reach the surface. So what we need to do to get rid of the gunky stuff that holds the hair down and anchors it down is use a chemical exfoliant. Now, you use the word chemical, everyone runs for the heels. Ah, no, not chemicals. I don't want to do chemicals. I'm so natural. Well, we just say chemical exfoliation because it's the exfoliation happening underneath the skin. And how do we do that? We have to send in an ingredient to be able to do those things. So that's why it's called chemical exfoliation. It's happening underneath the skin. Now we have another form of exfoliation called physical exfoliation. That brings us to ingrown number two. We can get a second kind of ingrown by not physically exfoliating the top of our skin. So. All right, let's say our hair is happy, it's growing, it's growing, 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 and it hits the surface. If we have dead skin cells on top of the surface of our skin, that hair is gonna hit the dead skin cells and it's gonna loop back under the skin. Now, these are the ingrowns that look kind of like coiled snakes underneath, like little, little like springs underneath the skin. And they also look like little sticks. So like if you look at your skin and you see like this little black hair that just looks like a straight line, it's because it hit dead skin cells and just started growing in opposite direction. It had nowhere else to go. What else is it gonna do? So what we wanna do is we want to use a physical exfoliant. What's a physical exfoliant? I'll give you an example. Your exfoliating gloves, your favorite scrub, your salt scrub, sugar scrub, anything that's scruffy and scratchy, your dry brush, that is going to be your physical exfoliation. Now, when you're waxing, the best thing you can do possible is to, to try to prevent both types of ingrowns. This means, you know, every day you're just going to lightly physically exfoliate yourself. So whether you're using your washcloth, dry brush, your, your exfoliating cloth, your gloves, no matter what it is that you like to do and what you like to use, you're going to use it just a little bit in the shower or bath every day. This is just going to lightly slough off the dead skin cells so that your pores and your, and your uh, hair follicles have a clean, clear path to the surface so that your hairs can grow out. Now, your chemical exfoliation, on the other hand, you're not going to really want to do every day. Some people can handle it. Some people's skin can handle chemical exfoliation every day. Other people's skin cannot handle it every day. So I'd say as a good rule of thumb, like every other week is good. If you feel like you need a little more, bump it up. If you feel like you need a little more, bump it up. But when it comes to chemical exfoliation, you really have to just listen to your body. If you look down in your Brazilian area or your legs or anywhere else that you're waxing and you see this kind of glossy, foggy film across your skin, like it just looks kind of dry, you're over chemically exfoliating. That means you need to back it off a bit. If you're doing it every week and you see that, back off to every other week. You know, so listen to your body, people, because everybody's body is different. I might tell somebody you need to use this glycolic cleanser a chemical exfoliant every day and then to somebody else I might say this is a once a month kind of thing for you 
So everyone is so different and it's all trial and error. So when it comes to exfoliating your skin, it's all trial and error. If you're gonna get the ingrowns, if you're not, if it's, your waxing is great for you, if shaving is great for you, you're still gonna want to exfoliate. And uh, that's the two different ways you can get ingrowns. What's another question I get? Another question I get, let's see. Can you get waxed during your period? Yes. Period don't stop nothing but a sentence. You can come in as long as you have a clean tampon in, your waxer can do your service, no problem. You guys, we see people all the time. And just like Miss Say said in one of our other episodes, like looking at um, behind, looking at the anus is like looking at an elbow. And she ain't wrong. <laughs> this is, it's seriously, we get so numb to it. When somebody comes in on their cycle and they're nasty about it, and it looks like a crime scene on your table, then that's not polite, <laughs> okay? So be polite, but come in and just have a clean tampon and we're ready to go, it's no problem. And in most case scenarios, your waxer will have um, wipies or whatnot at Eden Waxing Skincare and Body. We not only have wipies for you, we will have a fresh tampon for you if you request it, and we have heated wipies in the room for you as well. So, can you get waxed on your period? Yes. Are you gonna be a little bit more sensitive? Yes, but it's not that crazy different where you're like, oh my gosh, I can just never do it. If you wanna stay in that cycle of the four to five weeks getting waxed you know, consistently, then it, it's not gonna stop you. Don't worry about it. And I think that that's a big question too because people say, oh, well, I don't know if I should get waxed on my period or I rescheduled and I fell out of my maintenance or my wellness or whatever because of my period. Don't worry about it. We'd rather you be consistent so it doesn't screw up your hair cycles and screw up the, the routine of, uh, of your hairs. So it's more important to your waxer that your hair cycles aren't thrown off than it is you know, that you're on your period or not. I think that's a, that's a big one that people are really, really nervous to do. And I think most every waxer out there would agree with me that it really doesn't matter. Also too, the other question, do I tuck my string? Do I clip my string? What do I do with it? The answer is just leave it there. Leave it there, at least for us in the way I train people. I say, leave it there, leave it long because how I, how I wax around it is I'll put a little, little like gumdrop piece of wax on your inner thigh. I'll stick the string in it and I'll wax one whole side of the Brazilian and then I'll move that little, little gumball piece of wax to the other side and then stick your string into the other side and then I'll do the remaining side of the Brazilian. So that way, by the time we get to the back side, do the back side, and then I can just clip the wax off the bottom of the string. Now you leave with a clean string, like nothing ever happened. So that that's also a question that we get a lot. Do I tuck the string? Do I clip it? What do I do? So those are all great questions about your first experience waxing. Um, what's another one? I think we get more questions uh, with, hmm. Oh, will the waxer do the butt? Like, sometimes I'll be in a Brazilian and they'll be like, oh, you do include like the backside, right? Yes, we include the backside. Brazilian is everything from front to back. We make everything bald unless you want something there. I do have people who modify their Brazilian and they don't want the backside done. That's all right. Once you do it though, you're gonna realize that it's super duper important and that you'll never regret doing it. <laughs> and then, for last and final question I get about getting prepared for a wax is how do I make it hurt less? How, what is there that I can do 
to make my appointment hurt less. I guess this has to do with like any, any part of the body, but I would say for the Brazilian area specifically, uh, those hairs are so coarse and I'd say shins too. Uh, and for gentlemen, I would say the sternum area, the hairs are so thick and coarse. You really want to make sure you exfoliate 24 hours in advance, but also too, you can take an Advil, a Motrin or a Tylenol. And I mean, somebody told me once that they did one Tylenol, one Advil, and the combination of that really helped, you know, subside, subside the, the sting. Um, but yeah, those are all things that you can do. Uh, and I would do it about an hour. So avoid caffeine the same day as your appointment because caffeine wakes up your erector pili. And what happens is that erector pili, that nerve nerve ending at the bottom of your hair follicle, it brings your hairs up. Like when you get goosebumps, it brings your hair up. So if you drink caffeine, it's going to wake that nerve up. You're going to feel that hair leave. So avoid caffeine before your appointment. Take maybe an Advil Motrin or Tylenol and make sure you do all the other steps we, we talked about. Um, but if you have any other questions, shoot them on our Facebook page, shoot them on our Instagram page. We'd love to hear what you'd like to talk about, what you'd like to hear about. And we hope you have a very happy Tuesday.